Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna Mink, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on our journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Welcome to our podcast. We're continuing our series of how we got here. Today we're going to talk with Mary Bridget Gorman. We're thrilled to have you, Mary Bridget. Welcome. Well, I'm thrilled to be here, uh, Martha, and I appreciate the honor of being asked. Well, it's a privilege. We love you. We're going to start uh, with our first question is, um, where and when did you get saved and what brought you to the decision of accepting Jesus as your Savior? Well, let me tell you, at a very young age, I felt Jesus' love. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a religious family and uh, was taught to say my prayers at night that Jesus loved me and died for my sins. Mm-hmm. I had the faith that at a very young age, and I know I felt Christ in my heart. Mm-hmm. I attended a Catholic school, high school, went through high school, Catholic mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. and, but I knew that the Lord was my Lord and Savior. To pinpoint down exactly when, I don't know. I married my pet at 17, and we made a promise to each other to say nightly prayers together, attend, ma- you know, mass, church, uh-huh. go to denominational, under denominational services and pray, or go hear speakers and go see Billy Graham. And it was, uh, that was in 1968, and it was a way of life for us both as a child. But as I was sure of my salvation, I knew that sin and separated us from the love of God, mm-hmm. because God is love. Yes. Amen. And when Amen. I sinned, I would ask God to forgive I would ask God to forgive me of my sins immediately as a child uh, for hurting him and for my shortcomings. And I would always truly say I was sorry. And I believe I had, I believe I had salvation at a very young age. No, exactly when I don't know, but I know I had the Lord with me. Yes. And, uh, and uh, that's about it. Okay. Um, The next question is, do you remember your first person who you may have witnessed to or brought to Jesus who you shared Jesus with? Well, it wasn't so much I brought the person to the Lord, but when I was about 21 years old, uh, 1971, I seen a change coming in people. And Mm -hmm. I seen a change coming in what people would say. And we were camped with Sonny Boy and Margie Mesker in uh, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And we were Eddie and Ethel Gallagher and all the usually ones we tra- uh, would travel with. But a change came very strong. Uh-huh. And we would speak about Jesus. We'd go into scriptures. We would ask questions back to each other. We had got a hunger to know more with innocent hearts and honesty and not knowing where it was going in the beginning yes. or what was to come. It was like it was kind of like a thunderstorm coming. Yes. You knew something was changing. You knew something was coming. But, but God was getting ready to touch every breed. I had, yes. And I'm talking about 1971. Early 70s. And I had my Bridget, she was, yeah, we were, she was a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Margie Mesker and myself and Ethel Gallagher would go to scriptures. We'd talk, uh-huh. we'd look all night, we'd get up the next morning, we'd knock on each other's door at midnight and say, did you read this scripture? You know what it yes. means? Yes. We was excited Amen. about Amen. how God was moving on us. But we, but we, would, we, would all, we didn't know that years later we would all be united again. Mm-hmm. Later in God's movement, and the powerful time was in God's time. Right. Together, together, He was starting to build our family of God. 
Yes, yes. And you know, it's, it's kind of a common thread we've heard in a lot of the podcasts is uh, what you said there, people knocking on one another's doors and like, oh, we got to share this. Did you read this? And did you, we've heard this before too in these podcasts is it's, uh, it's very interesting the way uh, God was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, the well, next, there was a hunger. We were so yes, hungry yes, for it. You know, yeah, it, it, it. Yep. Amen. Yes, yes. Hunger. That's that was, that's, that's, that was it was a hunger. Yeah. It was among our people. Um, mm-hmm. well, the next thing we got down here was uh, you and Pat were uh, always encouraging people, and you, Pat was always known for his singing, encouraging, sharing. What can you share about those times? We want to talk well, about I appreciate, Pat a little I, bit. You and Pat. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it because my conversation don't go too far from him. But anyway, that's right. Pet, we know that <laughs> my pet would touch people yes uh, with a full force and with a boldness and pass it on Mm -hmm. and the good news of jesus christ all that you know all that would listen to him or stand there long enough to the point honest and truly it would kind of embarrass me at times but he wrote songs and sang at churches choirs Mm -hmm. you know prayer maintenance in our home bible studies Uh, we had he had faith in the lord and i was truly blessed with the men of god and i was i thank god that he was my my children's father to show him the right way. Yes. Uh, even even though he's gone, I still get amazed at the knowledge and the wisdom that he had. Yes. And I revert back to Pat said this and Pat said that. He's been gone over four years. But um, he was very tall in the spirit. He was a short man in status, but he was very tall in the spirit. And still, that's, today, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Still today, people and strangers bring up his name to me and they'll tell me things that he did. But our house was always open, Bible questions, singing. My brother Danny and him would sing and I write remember. songs, sometimes, yep. All, yep. sometimes all night long. Amen. And uh, in his last days, it was amazing, guys, because mm-hmm. in the hospital, he would talk to people mm-hmm. about Jesus and salvation, pray with people, even to the point of laying hands on them to ask them about mm-hmm. receiving the Holy Spirit and the gift of tongues. Because, mm-hmm. you know, them are our gifts from the Holy Spirit. And I'll get on that in just a second. I'll touch yes. on it. But we have to have power. We have yes. to have power. We've talked yes. about my salvation, and I'm going to tell you guys a story that I've never shared with nobody, never nobody in life. I've told this story to. So we're going to we're going to get on with that in a minute. Well, let's go on with the next question, and then I'll get to where I, what I was going to tell you about um, the next question. Uh, was the seventies? Um, the seventies. What sticks out in your mind about that move in the seventies? You know, because in the seventies, okay. it seemed like. The Holy Spirit was moving everywhere. There was a move of God everywhere and amongst all our people. And uh, what stuck out to you in the 70s? And you shared okay, a beautiful so I, story, too, with me, if you want to share it about Yeah, that. I've got Is a it, couple of them here, Anna. Yeah, I've got a couple of them here, and I'm going to try to be brief Take your liberty. This, Go this, ahead. No, take this your time. Question. And, and but in 1973, time. in the mm-hmm. fall of 1973, this is a story I'm going to tell you about. Things had changed. Mm-hmm. And my... Um, we were going through life-changing experiences because my father-in-law was sick. We were young. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law was gravely ill. We was in Lubbock, Texas, and my my uh, my uh, um, my mother was sick in Fort Worth, Texas. And we wasn't arguing or fighting over who to be where or what to be. We just was torn. And my father-in-law was so sick. But like I said, Lubbock, Texas, on a little tra- in a little travel trailer park, I was making my bed in the back room in our RV, and I was crying. And I said. I was sad seeing my past be so worried about his father. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad and brokenhearted over Mama. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't leave Pat alone because we was out there by ourselves, just me and him and his parents. At that time, the rest of his brothers and sisters came to see us sicker. But anyway, I was making the bed standing in the back bedroom. 
Mm-hmm. And at the foot of the bed, I was praying. Uh-huh. And my head was in my head. I was praying, and I was talking to God. I talk, was talking to please take this sadness from me and the confused feeling I had on me, and to please help us, because I felt so useless and I couldn't help nobody or do nothing. And I said, I said, now this was 1973, just two years. Like I said, we started reading the Bible fervently. Mm-hmm. I said, as I was listening to sheets in the air. I said, Father God, I ask you, I ask you now, and if I ever needed you in my life, I need you now. Please touch my mind, my thought, my spirit, and my and guide me into the decisions that we have to make. Please, I said, be with me. And as the sheet was falling down, you know, you take the sheet and you yep. shake it, and it goes up in the air, and it's just falling toward the bed on the back on the bed, not really knowing what was going on. But electricity hit me, and it hit me from the top of my head, and it went all through my body, like I was shocked, like I plugged into. It didn't hurt though. It wasn't like it was like I plugged into an electric current. But it didn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just like a shock in my body. And from my head to my toe, and I fell to the floor. And when I fell to the floor, I was on my knees. And I lifted my hand up because I thought I was dying. I lifted my hands up in the air and I said, you know, Lord, if you're ready for me. And I said, forgive me of all my sins. Because I'm thinking, you know, if I'm going right. to die, I want to ask yeah. God to forgive me of my sins. Because we can sin, honey, but thought, word, and deed. You know, we can That's send more thoughts right. by, think, by thinking wrong about somebody. We don't have yep. to go out really and rob somebody or do. We can, in our tongue, we can send more with the tongue than yeah. with anything we've got. Yeah. Where I said, God, forgive Amen. me. Yes. God, forgive me of my sins. But that came out all scrambled, girls. That came out all scrambled, and I didn't even know what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I had received the gift of tongues and didn't even know about tongues. Didn't Thank know what they Jesus. were. 1973, know what they were. <laughs> Catholic, all, Catholic all my life. Reading the Bible all my life, saying my prayers all my life. And when I started seeing in tongues, praise you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. The tongues come up on me so strong. We prayed them to the day we died together, me and Pat did in our prayers every night. Amen. From 1973. The Holy Spirit is alive. The Holy Spirit is working on our people. Yes. We've got to open up our arms and go the whole in and tell the, the truth of spirit and truth with what we have that people can accept. So I started praying in tongues. Unknown completely, I was crying now, hysterical, praying Amen. loud in my prayer Amen. prayer language, and Amen. I had a, and I had received, a, you know, infilling of the Holy Spirit, and I was full of peace, and I Amen. knew that God was with me, and like I said, yes, I had Bibles in our home, but to really understand the Bible and the Word of God, I didn't. Okay, so like now I get hungry, yes. for, yeah. uh, hungry for opening that book and maybe knowing what it is, and the Holy Spirit would lead us to understanding of it. Yes. And would let me know what it was about. And even though we were studying it and looking at it, I read it in a different way. Right. Okay. I couldn't wait to tell Pat because he was going to work. Mm-hmm. And when he came home, I went to share him and I was all bubbly. But when he came home, I said, Pat, I fell on the floor today. <laughs> I was electrocuted. <laughs> he just kind of looked at me. Okay. He's lost it. And let, let me finish. And he said, I said, let me, he said, I said, let me finish Pat. And I mean, cause he looked like I had gotten completely ratch on him. And, and, and I said, and he said, and I told him what happened. And he said, well, what, what are you talking about, Mary? I said, well, this isn't filling the Holy Spirit because I said, I called two or three churches after this happened to me. And I said, I was telling them, talking so fast, people, he, and I had a couple of them say, well, you've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which I had never heard it said that way before. Right. I was baptized as a child, you know, right, as a ch- right. infant yes. and a Catholic. Yes, in your church. And he said, Mary, but I love our life. And he said, I don't want you to change our life. Mm-hmm. We go to church, we go to Mass, we pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can go forward and uh, fanatical. Mm-hmm. And he said, really, I think you've got this religion because I had a nanny all my life. And her name was Roxy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, I think you got this from the, from the, from Roxy, you know, you know, holy roller, you know? <laughs> so he said, I believe this is where this, he said, I believe this is where this has all come from, Mary. And you got to slow down a little bit because I'm talking fast now, but I was talking so fast. It's good. I didn't break into tongues to him. Really fell off the chair. <laughs> and, okay. So, oh, but as it went on, I was, yeah, as it went on, I started, I started attending charismatic primings. Uh-huh. Now, like I said, back in 1973. And he really wouldn't want me to go because he was thinking I was going too much, but he knew that I was getting reading the Bible and knew and more and had understanding. He's seen a change in me going deeper into this. But he still wouldn't go in with me. He would drive, take, mm-hmm. drive me to the meetings because he didn't want me to go alone. He'd take the girls down and get them an ice cream or take them to the park and let them play or whatever time of the day it was in the evening time, you know. Right. Then he would come back and be waiting at the door when I come out. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't fighting me for going, but he was just wasn't he going just into wasn't it. Okay, wasn't partake in it. It just yes. hadn't touched yes. him yet. yes. And he would go with me, and I, he'd be sitting in the car, like I said, and he'd take his head. And then, then this went on for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't like it, but he would go with me. Mm-hmm. But in the fall of 1975, there was a Life in the Spirit seminar at a Catholic church called St. Andrews. And Life in the Spirit seminar is a six-week course that explains the baptism of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. back again, laying on of hands, explaining what it is, explaining about the gifts, laying on hands, praying for the Holy Spirit to come up on the person. Uh-huh. Not that it's different than salvation, they're hand in hand, you know, because mm-hmm. it's what's first, but it's, it's the infilling, it's the power. Right, right. And uh, he attended, he attended, and the rest was history. That's he went a- totally, completely for the Lord, and that was a few years later. So he was the first person, I guess I would say, I witnessed to maybe. But it, where I really didn't wit- I guess I did witness to him in one way, but it was like living with him and witnessing to him. Amen. Because my point, in being saying, my point in saying that is we never really argued over it, but it was something that he kind of didn't want me to get involved with because he thought I was really losing it. Mm-hmm. But I believe I was saved with Jesus. But I also believe the power of the Holy Spirit come on me. He was my gas. He was my fuel. He was right. my food for my soul. He was my right. guide. He was, he was, you know, he, he, he was my all. It's with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, it's so simple. But um, I want every, you know, I wanted everyone to know. I wanted everyone to know and to pass it on. In Proverbs twenty-seven, one, you know, we had to pursue and, and share that. So I had never really told anybody, but how I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, the, and the day, I think your story Amen. was wonderful. Uh, a lot of people, and, uh, when they got filled with the Holy Spirit, too, and began to speak in tongues and stuff, it was that way with a lot of people. It was like, they're losing it. Okay, we don't need to go this far. You know, that, that was not an uncommon uh, thing with people. But I loved your story, though. It was good, Mary Bridget. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, too. We did write this question down, so it's just something that just blopped into my brain. But... Uh, is there anything you'd like to touch on, Mary, about the revivals that we all went to throughout yes, that time? Yes, of course, of course, Anna May, of course. So now let's go from 1975. Let's go to 1980. Mm-hmm. Or let's, I'm going to, I'm taking here, I'm going to go back and forth, okay? Okay. Right 1980, in. 1980, we had, now we at 75, we started attending prayer groups and going to do and having the Bible uh, seminary. Baptism of the Holy Spirit and going to, you know, pushing on that and the salvation of Jesus. But 1980, we, t- we attended a little prayer meeting and it was in a little white church building in Spiro, Oklahoma. And there'd been all, all kinds of different people was coming in, okay? And it was filling in that little tiny building. And Esther got up and spoke about the Ten Commandments. 
and she had told about uh, the Ten Commandments. And uh, that was Esther White, and, right? And Esther White, Esther mm-hmm. White was telling about the Ten Commandments. She had went through to St. Louis and picked up a white Cadillac car that had 007 on her license plate, and she stopped <laughs> in Spyro on her way back. But anyway, you and Mae was standing against the building with your arms folded, and you was nervous. I don't even know if you remember. Do you remember it? I think so. Uh-huh. How old was you in 1980? I that was I believe I was 19, 17, 18, 17. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's okay. what me and Tom got married, 80, yeah. and I was 17. Okay, You'd so have been 17. 17 yeah. 18, yeah. Well, you were standing in the building. I don't know. And you was real nervous, and I said, "Anna what's wrong with you?" And you said, "Oh, I, I, I don't know." You said, "Just I've got to go in there. I think they're going to have you to sing or something, or maybe play the guitar or talk or something." And I said, "Okay, Anna God is calling you by your name." And I said, "You, you know." You're going to do all right. God's going to take care of you. I don't even, I was walking in that little side door and you was up against the wall and your arms just folded and you thought you was going to cry. <laughs> At all the same time, I start, my path started singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. Mm-hmm. Scotch, Irish, and English, and that because right. all we've all become united. And then that became kind of a, every time he'd go anywhere for years, they'd say, sing the whole world in his hands. Mm-hmm. There's so many stories. It's just a milestone. It's a milestone, girls. Mm-hmm. And God was getting it all together. Mm-hmm. Then we went on to, after the Spiral Revival, we went in and we went into Fort Worth. And I said, well, we need to have a, a, a revival here. And we got it together. And we had we had it there Thanksgiving. It was called Thanksgiving Revival. It lasted for four days. We had a Scotchman, a Scotch preacher, an English preacher, an Irish preacher, and we had a Catholic priest at the end of it mm-hmm. that, that would speak and talk. And we closed up the revival with that. But that with Esther Beast said, how did you get this thing going to me? And I said, Esther, it's not hard. Just find a building and blah, blah, blah. And back again, the rest is history. But what happened was on on the way to Vegas, I rented a bus and we went out to Vegas. Um, we were all, we all loaded up at my house. It was $4,200 and 42 people came. I didn't have to, you know, say it was $99 and two cents or something. Everyone was $100 a piece for a seat. So it was a real good deal. It was a real good deal. It was a good deal. And, cool. Yeah. And we went, we went cross country on this big Greyhound bus. Uh-huh. That's but good. what fun. skips out of my mind is Joe Gordon was supposed to speak. Uh-huh. And Eddie Dunahoo got up. He's with me right now on a trip. We're on a trip down. We're doing a road trip from him and me I've and Teresa. I've seen that. And Kathy, <laughs> and, and, and Kathy, Kathy Williamson. Uh-huh. So anyway, he gets, he gets up, and he was only a little boy. And Sir Anthony said, Eddie, don't get up. It was day, Joe Gordon's daytime. And I, some of y'all might have been there. I know a lot of people that might be listening to me was there. Mm-hmm. And we were in the place that Esther had rented. It was the first Las Vegas thing, or I think the only one that was really held in Las Vegas. Maybe there's more. But everyone was like, you know, Gene Reynolds, um, I remember Simon the time Young. You were talking about. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, daytime thing, little Eddie got up and he started talking. But mm-hmm. he told me the other day and he started crying. And he said he held out his hands and he cupped them together and he held them up way in the air. He said a white dove come and landed in his hands. He said he didn't know what this bird was doing in his hands. But he said, I said, he said, I started crying. He said, my eyes got real watering. He said, I threw the bird up in the air. And the bird, he said, flew over the crowd, flew over everybody. And if you guys was there, people started falling out in the spirit. My mom and dad Chairs started falling over. Yeah. People started falling out in the spirit. The table started rattling. People, that's just the power of the innocence of the love of Jesus. And we Amen. all need to have that, that innocence yes. in our heart because it, it'll stifle spirits if we don't really go with in spirit and truth, with the truth of the heart. But anyway, that stuck out in my, my mind so much that, you know, the spirit fell upon them over tables, chairs, seats, amazing 
so, you know, I was always so that proud was to be involved with the movement of Christ. Amazing right. time in our life. Amazing time. Um, Did you make it up to the L.A. revival after that? Uh, I didn't make it to the L.A. revival, to be honest with you, because I was expecting my baby Pat. Okay. My, was, my, not yeah. Pat. I had Pat. I was expecting Danny. Danny. And I didn't come all the way out there and stuff. Yeah. But we never made the L.A. Esther wanted us to, of course, and called all the time. It was just too far. My Pat never, never did fly. You know, he was yeah. not a flyer. Right. He I flew a few, a few, a few, a few things. But no, he didn't fly. And it was too far for me to drive. I, oh, I had phlebitis in my legs. Of course, I have to go dramatic with anything I do. <laughs> and I, I couldn't. I, I think that I think that last. Amen. I think the Las Vegas bus ride gave me phlebitis in my life, but I the hundred dollar Oh gosh, from my good. teens to current day, but all them revival times, revivals in Denver, revivals here, revivals there. I always remember you and Pat there, and I always remember worshiping with you and having the greatest times. And you well, always well, have you, a anime. beautiful. Spirit about you. You're Amen. always cheering. Kansas You're City. Happy. Kansas City, I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember us coming up. You remember this with Esther Keith, and you opened your home up to us. We come up that time. Oh, my gosh, yes. I remember that with yes. your sister-in-law, Kathy, yes. and the kids. And we had a great that's time with you. And, and I just remember I, wonderful memories with you as always. That's you know? what I told your Jimmy. That's what I told you, Jimmy, come and get his driver's license. Yeah. I said, son, I said, I was there when you were born. I were checking you over now to get your driver's yeah. license. I'll be in every milestone of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing with you and Pat, too, it was it was a way of life. It wasn't like something you did in the wintertime when it was fun and everybody was doing oh, no. it. And uh, no. it was it was a way of life. No matter where you met, you and Pat, you were the same people doing the same things. Mm-hmm. And that's what and, you I know, always Martha, remember about you. You know, I, I said, like I said, when I think about it, amazing things that I took for granted. But I seen us be at a red light and him hop out of the truck and run real quick over to somebody standing, maybe waiting for a bus. Strange that he'd never see again, never was ever going to be paid back for anything, never was going to do nothing. And whip off his jacket and bring him an umbrella. And I'd say, Pat, wh- why didn't you give me your old jacket out of the back, your old work jacket? <laughs> I said, you got that jacket I just bought. I said, you got the jacket oh, I just gosh. bought for you. Things I thought like you got me. that lovely That's jacket. I yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't really care, but I mean, you both, you could have grabbed the work jacket and, and oh. kept your jacket. You know? mm. And I, but I had said to Pat right before when we pulled up, Pat said, God help. No, I said, God help him. And when I said, God help him, the car went in park and we're sitting at a red light. I could have been, I could have been killed. And he ran over real quick to the man and I got back and I said, what are you doing? He said, you said, God help me. He said, I got to do God's work. I said, okay, now he's soaking wet. (laughs) He's soaking wet. But the little things like that, I could go on and on and on because he was absolutely, I, I I could never second guess him because I didn't know what he would be going to do for, for somebody, you know? Yeah. Well, you and Pat's life definitely speaks for itself you know so uh the stories sharing the stories is beautiful Uh, you know people need to hear these stories and that's what this podcast is about you know people need to hear these things you know the and especially a lot of the younger people that don't know what went on in the 70s and 80s it's like people need to hear it and uh well the kids the kids now thinks that it's all been going on forever but they didn't know it, it was just outpouring, like I said a minute ago, not to repeat myself, but it was like we knew something was coming, but we right. didn't know what was coming. No. Because we, you know, we didn't know what was coming. We didn't know what God was molding, but God had a plan for us all. Yes, and we had, to be, we, we had to be obedient. Yes. And you know what, guys? We have to still keep being obedient. Yes. We, still have to pass it, we still have to pass it on. 
Right. Uh, Bill has something he wants to say too, Mary Bridget. Go yes, ahead. sir. That's good. Praise God, Mary. I was thinking of a scripture when you was talking about this in Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, be imitators of God, dear children, and walk in the love of Jesus Christ also, has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God, a sweet-smelling aroma. And that's when you talk like you're talking right now, we get that sweet smell of the love of Jesus Christ coming through the microphones right now. And this is what God has borne us again. And this is what I got just listening to you. Because every time I ever met you and Pat in my life, you were a blessing. Amen. You always blessed me and Margaret because you was always upbeat with the things of God. You never drug your feet and complained or murmured like the children that come out of Israel. You always had a fantastic personality, you and Pat. Amen. And it was always well, a joy to meet you. Well, you know, even, even when Pat had that cancer, he had said to me, either way, I'm a winner, Mary. He said, either way, That's I'm a winner. If I get healed, I'll be here with you. And he said, if I've been called home to the Jesus, Jesus he said, I'm a winner. You Amen. know? Amen. So we have, we have to keep going. We have to keep going. That's it. Well, Pat had something that a lot of people don't understand. A Christian, a born-again person, never dies. No. Never dies. And, Go ahead. And, Bill, we have blessed assurance, because That's in it. God's promise and in God's word, with everlasting life, we Amen. will all be united someday, Amen. too. I mean, That's not right. that we're living to die. We no. can't live to die. Cause my Pat would tell me, we have to live to live. You have to Amen. live for our family, Mary. You Amen. have to, you know, pass it on. And that's what we have to do. And that's what we're trying to do, you know, with every day, one day at a time, Lord Jesus. And not that's that I it. say I don't, yeah. you know, fail, but when we do, we just say, Lord God, please put us back on the right that's track. It. For mine, Amen. Heart, Amen. heart opening. Um, yeah. What's your vision for the future of our people? Well, Martha, let me tell you what I think. Um, I pray our people really stays in God's will, in God's way, mm-hmm. in spirit and truth. Because the script, you know, the scripture says in John four twenty four, God is spirit and truth. Mm-hmm. So we must guide our future children. Uh, we're in a different world. We're in a very difficult world, sure. and I do speak about spiritual warfare of our of our children and attacks. Uh-huh. But the Lord gave us the power, you know, to cover our home, to cover our door. To, yes. You know, be gone from me, Satan. In other words. But we are, we're in a different world, like I said, and it's okay to say things and right or wrong, you know, things of the world, but we can't, like I said, we can't judge. We, it's okay to say things right or wrong, but only God, you know, can judge us. But That's right. God is love, like I said before, and Jude says, help those, you know, reaching into the fire themselves, not to get scorned, but we're blessed with God. We're blessed with the children, but teach them to pass it on. Teach yes. them to call upon the name of Jesus. Tell them the truth. Um. If we really see them seeing something, you know, our instinct of being a parent is the best gift we got in knowing our children. And if we think they're going away or going the wrong way, confront them with it. Yes. And that's not judging. That's not doing that. That's loving your child and saying, hey, you that's shouldn't right. go there. That'd be, if there was a child and, you know, was sitting playing with a knife, you'd say, give me that knife. So this, people of the, I see a lot of kids in this world, back again, it's really not judging, it's love, but that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Absolutely. That, are, that things are coming into travelers that are into our people that have never came ever in life. That's, people are doing things and accepting things, and 
the older men sometimes are turning their head and giggling or giggling and laughing about it, making a joke of it. But it's very serious because it's your soul. It's the eternal life. That's right. Teach them, teach them, okay, here's what I'm saying. Show them the right way. Teach them to daily put on the full armor of God. Absolutely. And when we, and when, when we repent, and whether it be, you know, getting on our knees and praying at night, going to the altar, kneeling down, having the preachers lay hands and pray on us, he says, go and sin no more. So when That's we right. repent, we should not repeat. He's saying, repent, not repeat. Amen. In other words, try to, good. try to, good. yeah, and I, that, I dream about that. Repent, not repeat. I woke up in the That's night, good. repent, not repeat. Do it, with, do it with your whole heart. And if there's not a change, then you're not really repenting. You're not really repenting. That's right. Because he said, where are your accusers? And she said, they've all gone. And he looked up and he said, well, then go, go and, and sin no sin more. No more. Yeah, you know, a right. dog returns to its vomit, we're told in the Bible. That's and I'm right. only saying this. like, But see that, and it's not wrong to come to the altar if you have to come a hundred and hundred times, hundred and fifty times. But come with a true heart and really wanting to ask forgiveness and really wanting to repent and, repent and really change to be a new creation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Amen. And go and sin no more. You know, like I said, back again, and I hate to say it, but repent, not repeat. Uh Treat others the way you want to be treated in the Word of God and Spirit and Truth. Amen. And and, for, and and above all, deliver us from evil. Amen. These are what I want for our children. And like I said, we're in a spiritual our warfare. Future. Yes. And they're not allowed to touch our children. And we can call upon the name of the Lord. And we have to show them the right way. Amen. Well, I like what you said too, uh, Mary Bridget. We got to when we see things going, we can't turn a blind eye to it. You know, we can't look and say, no. "Oh, this kids nowadays," because no. we're the parents and we're the grandparents. And you know, you're absolutely right. No. I, I or wasn't agree. that cute? Or wasn't that cunning? Yeah. Or wasn't that? And another thing is, be an example. Try to show them the right way. Absolutely. Be an absolutely. And. And another thing is, not one person saying they're better than another person, but if you see somebody that's not good for your child or your character, try to touch that person. Don't ignore that person, that girl or boy or whatever. But, you know, say to them, say, you know, Amen. not that you're... We have to separate ourselves, uh, Martha. We have to separate ourselves, Anna Come I'm out from among not, them and be ye separate. <laughs> come out from ye separate. So, so, I mean, we need to have to separate if we see... Right. And, but like I said, if we see our children in the wrong company, mm-hmm. not that you're judging no. But it's our duty. No. You see what I'm saying? It's it our, duty. our duty. It's our duty as a parent yes. or a grandparent to say, you know, if you see something that's making your child act strange or do things, first of all, acknowledge that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Don't hide it under a bush. Don't take a don't take a band aid and put it on a big boil and leave a big splinter in there. Say, look at something's going wrong. I see mm-hmm. actions. I see I see you're you're doing things a little different. I think that things are going on different and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because God sees all, you know, and that's not judging. I'm mm-hmm. truly saying from the bottom of my heart, it's not oh, judging. That's looking that's out loving. for their that, souls. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, lo- that's loving. That's loving somebody, and that's, that's saying, right. "Devil, you've got no, you've got no authority of my children." And I plead the blood of Jesus on them in the name of name, not only my children, my children, children's amen, children, and generations amen, of children amen, to come. Amen. I wash them in the blood of the Lamb. Amen, I wash them in the, the blood of the Lamb. Amen. And, and fill them with fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Amen. To get through this world, because like I said, the world's changing, and it's not the world we lived in, girls. No, it's Amen. not for the better. That's Amen. for sure. That's for sure. Well, Mary Bridget, if uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we're ready to close? Anything no, just no. I I appreciate really being part of this, and like the little song, uh, like the little song my husband sang, "I'll end you with this, girls." Uh, 
I'm so proud to be a part of the family of God. Amen. Because he called us, he called us each by name when we didn't even know where we were going to be going, but we followed, Amen. and we're still standing. It's a, it, if it's of God, it'll last. If it's a man, it'll fail. And our Amen. our movement, our movement amongst our people was totally of God. Totally and I believe it. And I love all. Amen. I love all of y'all. I love Amen. all you guys, and I appreciate being still a part of it. And we'll pray for each other, and we'll keep ourselves yes, strong. Well. And if you see me fall, pull me up. And if I see anything, you know, not not saying it's not throwing stones or casting or anything, no, but, but if you see me fall, you know, it's just a, it's just a. One day at a time. Amen. One day at a time. Amen. Amen. Mary Bridget, Amen. we greatly appreciate we it. We enjoyed your uh, podcast, podcast today. We were thrilled to have you. We love you, and thank you for uh, joining us. And I just want to say to you, Mary, we he's got the whole world, whole world. in his hands. <laughs> he's got the whole wide world <laughs> in his hands. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Mary. Okay, I appreciate it, guys. Thank y'all. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in His Word and Spirit. God bless.